When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And our topic for today is how and when to talk about those things that aren't feeling good or or those things that seem to be going wrong or the things that don't feel good in general. Yes. And we, we started talking about this a little bit on the last episode and um, that's kind of where that topic took us. And then at the end, we decided this should be a whole episode because it's really important as a deliberate creator. And I think there's sometimes, you know, people are like, I can't talk about anything negative. Yeah. And biggest and I myth talk about ever. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll bust that myth and we'll also give you steps and how to know when to talk about it and who to talk about it with and all of that good stuff. Yeah. First, what yes. are you excited about, Cass? Oh. Uh, I am excited about just the everything coming together. Um, you know, just all these little things just lining up. And I, I love that. And it's not like it's the first time in my life that it's happened, but it's just so exciting. Um, like, I think I might have mentioned the shed on the last episode. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But, you know, that was inspired. I was telling Jenny before, like, um, we wanted a shed. And uh, we actually ordered one in the beginning of the summer. And they, they only gave us one box like, <laughs> of two boxes. <laughs> and it was going to be like a temporary fix. And so we took that back. And we went kind of like back to square one because we, you know, we need a shed for um, certain things. And the lawnmower and just things like that and <laughs> and so I can have my garage you know feel very spacious mm-hmm. that's important to me and um and for my love to have a place to work that's that's important mm-hmm. and anyway I was telling Jenny like I I just randomly opened Facebook marketplace one day like it was total inspiration I don't even remember what I was doing um or why I opened it but I found this um you know, this guy to build us a shed who's like, there's just been some really fun stuff. I sent Jenny a picture of all the sunglasses that he gave us and <laughs> he introduced me to this new um, supplier, which kind of connects to another business that I'm working on. It's just a possibility, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, that's good information. Like that would be a great thing for a store in this other place and just kind of like that. And then he got a really good deal on some treks and that ins- that combined with something else like inspired a different design um, on the pool that we've been like thinking about extending the pool deck. And so just all coming together like so fun and so easy and um like he's manifesting money like it's so fun to hear him like you know tell the story of walking into um you know Home Depot and like getting this great deal on this Trex and being able to like surprise us with this nicer porch for our shed oh, and just that's awesome <laughs> right and seeing how like who you are has a ripple effect into all the things that that happen in your life and yeah. so that's just, I'm just super excited about all that stuff right now. Yeah. And I'm really excited fun. about 
Yeah, what Jenny's excited about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited about, I think I mentioned last week, I had set this intention, like, I want to feel the avalanche and how it's starting to flow. And it still feels like it's flowing um, week after week, and which is very exciting. We got, well, I got new a new cycle bike this week, which there's a whole story with, but I won't go into. So new shoes, new a new whole new kit, which is very exciting. We're getting um, bathroom renos done. We're getting um, estimates for different projects in our in our home, um, and th- we're going to Denver next week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> little spontaneous <laughs> travel trip, which was um, really exciting, and so it ties into all the us getting bikes and oh, there's so many things, but uh, too much, to, too much to go into. But it's all all coming, and it feels so good. It all ties into the life that Lisa and I are stepping into and creating. So that's been a lot of fun. I love it, and mm-hmm. I'm super excited to like tell that. Um, bike story in an upcoming episode because it's really fun yeah a lot of little pieces yeah and I want to share this you know I think I've thought about like I shared some evidence about bikes um with Jenny when she was like telling the story and how it all evolved and um about this guy around the corner from us um that like just works on bikes all the time and he's awesome and um that's his life and and like that you know it's all like timing. And -hmm. I think that ties into a little of our topic today. Like you can just kind of like share cool things or you can wait for inspiration a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, which might feel weird to tie into a topic about when things are wrong. But like, um, I think that does play in, it plays in on both sides, like, um, following inspiration where to share something. Like I shared something about sunglasses with Jenny right before the call. And it was interesting because I was going to send her this picture a couple days ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. And I was like, I just got busy or I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that now. Like, yeah. I, like it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like, yeah, I don't want to do it right now. Like mm-hmm. I want to share it with her, but I don't want to do it right now. And um, so then Jenny shared with me, like I sent her a picture. She was actually looking for exactly what I sent her a picture of. <laughs> like literally the day yesterday, I walked in the house and I saw all our sunglasses piled up and I'm like, I'm going to find it. Was, and this is cool because it was like very decide. It was like a decision. I'm like, I'm going to find some way to organize our sunglasses. That's it. And then I continued on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cassie sent me that. I'm like, oh, my God. That is just too crazy. The, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I love that. And I just wanted to share that little tidbit because I think it also ties into what we're going to talk about. I definitely want to talk about how intuition and following our gut plays into even when we talk about things that are going wrong. Yeah, definitely. So let's start with that that first big myth that in LOA, so out there, it is sometimes expected that we are not supposed to talk about what's going wrong so let's dissect this a little bit because there's some truth and there's some not important not truth about that yeah so do you want to we want to start with the truth sure yeah okay um because I think the truth is where sort of the non-truth gets I don't know bird on or something Mm -hmm. um so for me the truth is that we do um the reason it comes is because we get we get the energy that we're in right Mm -hmm. and so we do get what we're 
talking about and the things that we're doing, but if you can just kind of go up to that higher level, if we get that energy. And so, um, yes, we don't want to just be probably complaining about everything. We don't want to talk about things that are going wrong in sort of a, um, a not being aware way or just continually doing it because you're, you are going to create more of that. Yeah. And you don't want to do it with a story around it because you're, you know, if that story is, you know, what you're, what you're talking about ties into the evidence of that story. And you're actually, as you're telling it, building momentum for sort of a lifetime story or a current story in your life, you are, you're in the energy and you are going to create more of that. Yeah. So that, I mean, where your attention goes, energy flows, or I sometimes mix that up, but where your energy flow, but you guys get the point. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're talking or thinking about something that is, that something that is going wrong. So let's talk about conditions in life. Okay. So when you're talking about conditions in life and you're giving energy to the problem, you're giving energy to the problem. So you are adding momentum to it. So that is why people tell you, well, if you don't want more problems and you only want ease, blah, 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 don't talk about your problems. Okay, so that that's the truth part of that. But what is kind of, yeah, where that gets misconstrued is in thinking we don't or we shouldn't talk about uh, our how we're feeling in terms of our struggles. Would you say, would you mm-hmm. agree, Cass? Yeah, and I think it goes wrong in the fact of um, when we're actively resisting. So if something is there that won't like let go, or it's con- it's always on our mind. It's it's making us feel like you said a certain way, but we're just pushing it down because we can't talk about anything negative. We're we're resisting it. It's right. there. Um, and so it's making it more. It's not doing what you think it's supposed to do, which is why this topic of how to talk about when things are going wrong is really important. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that you can start to pay attention to is, am I talking about how I'm feeling about this or am I talking about the details that have gone wrong? Because one Mm. is staying in the drama of it and um, one is getting to the core of it or get, it is an expression of, what's real basically right the the energy so and you're not when in the process of expressing how you feel without staying without getting into the details you're actually in you're you're in an allowing place versus a resisting place so if I say if I was on my way home driving from Barrie to Toronto and the traffic was horrible (laughs) (laughs) and I get home and I say oh my god it is you know it's the worst traffic and this guy cut me off and I had to wait so long here and I was stuck here for 20 minutes that is all me talking about what went wrong the conditions now if I get home and I say um wow I was feeling really impatient in my uh drive home I'm so happy to be home very different so one you're talking about your feelings and your what you're putting out, what you're adding energy to is allowing. And one, the other one is adding to the problem, is more like, um, yeah, talking about what's going wrong. Yeah. 
Um, and when you're in that allowing space, what you're also allowing for is the solution mm-hmm. or a, a better feeling, right? So like in that example, by allowing yourself to say, man, I was feeling impatient. I'm so glad to be home. Like automatically you're turning towards what's going to feel better. Yeah. Because you're not spinning on what doesn't, what didn't feel good. Right. And so you don't, you're not going to create more of that. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting home and what a lot of people, oh, well, I can't talk about what was wrong. So when someone says, how was your drive? And you say, oh, it was fine, which isn't true. <laughs> so you're creating right. like an inauthentic response or you even go to the extreme and say, oh, it was great when you're just pretending. Also, that's not your best path to manifesting. So it isn't always about, and I feel like if you guys have been listening to us, you already know this, but to reiterate, it's not always about telling it like you want it to be in those cases yeah there are moments where you really get to choose like and be deliberate about what you share that is both true for you and creates more of what you want Mm -hmm. okay I want to move into another big like myth about this topic too um well maybe maybe it's not a myth it's I think a really important reframe of when we're talking about what's wrong or bad is redefining, relabeling that negative feelings are not bad. So I know Cass and I have talked about this before. (laughs) Yes. But to re-highlight, like we really got to wrap our heads around this, guys, like shift this paradigm. Negative feelings are, or even better word, uncomfortable feelings are as valuable to our human experience as our positive ones. To reiterate, negative quote-unquote feelings are as valuable to our human experience as those ones that we put in the, the positive category. Mm-hmm. They're, they all matter. Mm-hmm. And we um, practice this, and I am certainly no master at it. I still catch myself being off and will think something's wrong you know it takes how you practice this is when you catch the offnesses or the frustrations or the angers or the whatevers um, that you are giving that as much acceptance as you give yourself when you feel happy because when you the tendency is I feel happy I'm doing good I feel mad I'm doing bad and we really got to switch that so even if you start to catch the negatives and you say Maybe I'm doing good here too. And let that be enough. You start to practice this concept. So it's not just an intellectual one. Yeah. And another way to, to, you know, put that if, you know, I'm doing good here, doesn't feel good would be like, I'm being human. And the more fully human I am, the better manifester I am. Yes, exactly. I like that. I like tying it to the better manifester. Yeah. Um, because then it opens up and I think that is a huge myth that gets tied into sort of that don't talk about the negative things is that, you know, if you're having feelings that aren't, I don't know, certain, like they're not good, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, again, air quotes, they're not good that you're not manifesting and that's not true. You're absolutely opening up the vessel when you allow yourself to feel. Yes. And here's what else you're doing. You will not, the thing when we feel we don't have to go over. We don't have to analyze as much. We don't because it's different. 
it's different systems working. So if you're actually feeling like the things that don't feel good, you're going to be less likely to talk about them and recreate them. <laughs> yeah. But so often, and we're going to talk about like how do you actually like have conversations about the things that are hard um, and, and who do you have those with too. But it's important to realize that often when you're just, if you find yourself just telling something over and over and over again, um, you're getting sort of that hit that chemical hit in your brain that we talked about last time and or it's also a way that your body and your mind and your spirit are trying to get to feeling mm-hmm. like there's something to be felt so that it can move move through like emotions are energy emotion and so when you keep bringing it up and talking about it it is likely a sign that you need to go feel it and so when you feel it it will dissipate mm. It reminds me, uh, I was just talking to a client yesterday and we were talking about her mom and how, you know, she said to me, she's like, I want to stop telling these stories about my mom, like how she is. So if her Mm -hmm. mom's doing some like crazy things and then she's going and she's like, they're crazy. (laughs) And she's like, they're funny. (laughs) But like I go and tell people and she's like, and I can see myself like feeding that story. Right. And so that's exactly yeah. that example. And so she caught it and was like, it was kind of, it was really beautiful. And it's like, I want to do this differently. And so that's exactly it. When you catch yourself telling stories and if, if those stories are great, great. But if those stories are not things that you want to be experiencing, then it, that's the time to not tell them. Right. That's when we're, when you say, when should I, when I, when shouldn't I, if you, want more of that experience then tell them if you don't then step back and kind of reflect what's going on within you just like Cass said there was an emotion that's trying to come out you're being called to feel something so maybe then asking yourself that question in this story that I keep telling about this person or that company or this family whatever is it what do I need to feel what am I being called to feel here Mm mm-hmm um so a couple months ago, I there something this this kind of topic came up on an enchanted circle call, and I coached someone to feel it. And there was something in mind, like I had been getting like this feeling. I was like angry at this one person who wasn't like somebody that I was close to, just somebody I was having to deal with. And you know, I knew, and like I heard the coaching, and I'm like, oh, yep, you gotta go do what you say. And I did, and mm-hmm. I wanted to. And I was like, this is great. Like, I'll be able to share this story as an example tomorrow. Like, I couldn't even remember all of it after I got done feeling. Yes. Because, which is what happens. But I was like, I can't even tell. I can't even remember enough to tell this as an example. That's funny. Because I've felt it. Yeah. That happened, like, before I was going to get on the call with you. Because I had an (laughs) emotional experience on Sunday. And I was like, oh, I'm going to tell Cassie about that. Then I'm like, what happened again? (laughs) (laughs) I had to take a second and think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that is a really good time. That's a great, when, you know, things feel like they're going wrong. And again, it's not going wrong. It's generally just the label that we put on it, right? Mm -hmm. It's all, it's generally part of the process. Um, But, you know, we can, it's a great time to like talk and analyze and share and like ask questions to your friends or to close people 
after you've gone through, like after you felt the emotions, Mm -hmm. like to go back through it. Um, You know, often it's not, um, and I will put this caveat, like if you're of a coach, like you can deal with it in the moment with them and allow them to, to hold space and give the support for the feelings and the coaching on the other side. Mm -hmm. But when it's, you're talking to a friend or someone else, one of the ways is like, have I felt this yet? So am I ready to sort of talk about it in a neutral space? What would you say to people that feel they process emotion by talking about it? I would invite them to try it actually just feeling the emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes the talking gets you started, but continuing to talk, continuing to talk, your brain is having to do certain functions that is not allowing you to be fully in the feeling side of that. Yep. And so processing, I'm get, I would ask those people to check in and say, well, like how many times do you feel like you have to process it? Yes. And do you do you really feel better after you've quote unquote processed it with someone? How long do you feel better before you need to go process it with someone else? That's a great question. So I 100% agree because I just I've come up with this. I've seen this happen a lot is like this idea. Well, mm-hmm. I can I process it by talking it out and mm-hmm. people feel relief after that. And so they believe it works. But what Cass said and it it's it's as much as I know it's right (laughs) you can't you you know you're either in your head or you're in your feelings so Mm -hmm. when you're talking you're not processing the feeling you're analyzing the thoughts you're you're in thought mode so you're not actually Mm -hmm. truly feeling it and so yes maybe some talking helps with different clarity that opens things up but it is so important for you to go then feel it on your own out of your head um, by asking yourself those questions giving yourself space because if it is a an analyzing thing that the relief will be temporary and you'll feel the desire to go share it again with another friend or process it the next day or the next day or in a month and so those aren't like well, I don't want to say they're not really processing. It's just a lot slower, little bits by little bits. Yeah, and another indication that this might not be working for you is if every day or week or month or every so often you have a similar thing to process. Yes. Right? Like if, if you are processing being mistreated mm-hmm. on a sort of somewhat continual or pattern basis, you're actually not processing that. Mm-hmm. and. Um, because, and processing actually, like, I think if I were to like do some Googling right now, like is more like it's data. Processing is data, Mm -hmm. right? So it's going through things in your brain and trying to make them make sense. Mm -hmm. And often emotions sometimes make total sense and sometimes don't make any sense. Um, and that is okay so when we're trying to process, we're almost trying to give ourselves, um, like, is it okay to feel or is it not? Or should I just sort of circumvent this this thing and, and analyze it and come up with a conclusion? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you will actually give yourself the space to feel before you try and process it, you're going to have a completely different experience. And in my experience, you're going to open up to completely different things because the answer that you get 
when you're trying to quote unquote process while the feeling is still involved and you're sort of just circumventing, like you're just going around it, right? Yep. Processing around it. Um, you might you're be getting some it. relief. Yeah, you're not shifting it. You're not allowing the emotion to really flow through you. Um, you get a different answer and a different conclusion than if you would just allow yourself to feel and then process it. Yeah. You can't, we're yeah. not, it's not, you're not feeling it if you're thinking about it. Right. <laughs> it's tricky and it, it just, you just practice that experience and you'll know it when it's happening. You're like, oh, this yeah. is what they're talking about. I'm just doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's when it's important. I mean, I, one of the things um, I think you and I have probably become good at is feeling before we start talking. Mm-hmm. Like even feeling a little bit, like maybe not the whole thing. Like on the last episode, you know, you were like, the things that go wrong are safe for Cassie and Lisa, which is, yeah, you know, very much the way that I feel, right? There's, and, but I would say almost all of the time at this point in your life, you have processed some sort of emotion before you start talking. Definitely. Because I have to know where I'm coming from in order to have a conversation like I I have to at least Mm -hmm. know how I feel to communicate that so that takes some element of self-reflection um right but I want to highlight that again because when we're talking about like when and how I think it is important and there's no rule about this or anything but just something Cass and I do is like have one or two people in your life that you do share the things the uncomfortable things quote unquote going wrong but don't make that your whole circle you know I sometimes we have girlfriend circles and it goes all around or family circles it goes all around I don't think that's necessarily not at the beginning you know to I don't think that's helpful to be helping you be supporting your growth and transition and and shifting whatever the feelings you're going through are Um, and with those people that you are choosing to do that it's super important that you trust them to trust you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say that again. <laughs> it's super So it's important that you trust them to trust you to handle your stuff. Okay. So you have to yeah. trust you. You have to know that they know they believe you can do it. They believe you got it. You got all the skills inside you. You can get through anything that you can handle it. And they're just there to support, to listen, to, to reflect possibly, you know, they're not there to fix it for you. They're not there to give you advice unless it comes out like, yes, they can give you advice, but it's not coming from them. It's like helping. It's, it's coaching, (laughs) guiding you back to you, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, nobody else has, I know I've said it a million times, but nobody else has the answer for you. Only you do. So these people that you're sharing the stuff that's going wrong with may develop that kind of relationship and then use that for, that's the most powerful kind of relationship in this situation. Yeah. And so if, if that made sense to you, awesome. You're you're very far down your path and that's like the next step. And if you're kind of like, huh, um, be choosy about who you share with. Um, and I would say err on the side of don't don't share. Yeah. 
And not, not because going back to the beginning, not because you can't share anything negative, but because you want to develop these places where you can share the things that are going wrong or what I would say, where you're growing, um, freely and with somebody who sees you and is going to support you continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did this cast or how you feel about it, but before I had someone that I felt that way about, um, I would journal a lot and like just to help mm. myself understand how I was feeling. Cause then you write it, I would write it out and just write whatever was coming or whatever I thought I was feeling. And then you kind of work things out through that. And that's a great place because you kind of become your own coach and to learn what you mm-hmm. need um so that when it's that it's that safe space that you know when it shows up oh this person feels like when I write in my journal <laughs> I don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you know um yeah I did a lot of writing I think I did a lot of um out loud analyzing which some people call talking to themselves uh-huh. um <laughs> <laughs> But really just so that I could hear my own self. Like, I I mean, I've always been a person who, like, thinks out loud and talks out loud. Like, okay, I'm going to do this and then this and this, you know, and just because that helps me. And so, yeah, when I think I didn't – when I didn't have someone – it was funny because I was thinking about that before you said it. Like, when I didn't have someone, I really um, looked to myself. Yeah. And started that journey there. And that doesn't mean that I don't love having someone now. But like you said, then you know the feeling of it. You're not just trying to like find the person. You're being really choosy. And when you know you've got your own back, it's easier to attract that person. Yeah. So let's just maybe summarize a few things we went over. So first things first is there's truth and myth in not talking about what's going wrong so the truth is that it's important to share how you're feeling because that's creating more open space and allowing and making you a better manifester and Mm -hmm. you don't and you want to the the myth part of that wait that was the myth part the truth (laughs) part of that (laughs) whatever version uh is that we don't want to feed stories. So if we're just talking about details and we're getting lost in that and we don't need to give that energy. The next point yes. was, did you have something else on that, Cass? No, no. Okay. The next thing we agreeing. talked about is like really reframing how you view, like the label you're putting on negative or uncomfortable feelings as good so we have good feelings and we have good feelings and we have uncomfortable feelings and we have comfortable feelings so that because when if we feel like we're doing something wrong or we are less likely to share and we're less likely to it creates a sense of vulnerability which is putting up walls which again is getting in the way of our manifesting so reframing how you're looking and labeling these uncomfortable feelings what was next, Cass? Um, or what else? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, huh? I was totally in listener mode. Um, uh, is just to find that person. Find one or two people that you can trust to reflect back your own strength and your own capabilities and your own power. And sometimes that might start with yourself. It might start with a coach 
or you might be lucky enough to have that right now, but you might also have to go through your own stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, be your own person first. And you can do that through journaling or talking out loud to yourself and, and working through that. Um, but yeah, finding, having that intention or maybe even just putting that boundary around, like if I only have two people that I could tell this to or work through it, who would I choose? Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, and when you're focused on how to talk about it, just start with how you feel. Always start with how yeah. you feel. Um, that will open up for a more productive conversation, uh, and not be just adding to the drama of it. Yeah. And it will get you in that space of we've talked about, like letting the emotion flow through you versus sort of that logical, just talking, even though you are talking, like if you lead with how you feel, it's opening up that pathway. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, and I do want to add, because I said we would talk a little bit more about it just Mm -hmm. really quick where instinct plays in. Yeah. So even though we've said all of these things, if your gut is saying like, Oh, I should tell this person about this. And it doesn't like, you know, when it's something wrong, it's, it's more trusting that, um, if it feels like it should come out in that moment Mm -hmm. or it needs to like trust that and trust that instinct, because while these are sort of the general guidelines that we're giving you, your instincts are super powerful. And you might find that sharing in a certain moment is what gives you the clarity or the aha or the freedom Like it might just be this magical person that provides for the, you know, first time, like the space for you to feel, but you didn't see that because you could, you know, you just haven't seen it yet. And so trust your instincts in this, um, above everything else. I love it. As always. I feel like this happens a lot on coaching calls is like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be like, and for some reason I'm going to share this. It happens on the podcast all the time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But my clients too, like they're starting to listen. For some reason I want to share this story and, and then it will connect a whole bunch of other dots and it's super cool. So definitely trust that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.